Service delivery watch on the morning bliss. We are joined by a senior manager at DCMH, Lungisane Mtiani. Uh, Lungisane is uh, going to tell us about the great work, and this is good because there's great work that has been uh, done um, for the past 83 years to help those in Durban and in the coastal areas who are living with mental health issues, um, but also with their disabilities and helping them to upskill themselves. This is a great service. And uh, we are happy that at least at long last, after such a long time, there's good things to be heard when it comes to service delivery. Good morning, Lung San. Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. So, Lungsane, tell us a bit more about you do what you do at DCMH uh, and uh, the fact that you've been around for 83 years. There's a lot of stories I'm sure you can share. Uh, definitely, Debian uh, and Coastal Mental Health is, has been around for a long time, but it is an NPO, of course. But uh, it was started because of the need of the, those that cannot help themselves, especially in the disability sector, in particular, mental health. So it was around about 1940s where it started. But we've got uh, four programs that we do uh, at, at the CMH. One, we've got a social work program. Two, we've got residential facilities. Three, we've got daycare centers. And four, we've got quite a good um, <clears throat> program, which is called CPTW, Challenge Protective Training uh, Workshop. Uh, that is where now we bridge the gap of those that, um, who has those intellectual disabilities but cannot work in an open labor market. Then we'll bridge that gap to take them in and to make them, to train, to capacitate them, but at their level and at their pace, to make sure that we upskill them to be like you and me. They also wake up in the morning, Monday to Friday, from 8 to 3, to, to do something that is they can be able in their capacity. So especially we work closely with special schools, but also we work with the community in order to identify such people. And we also work with hospitals to identify those people who are now chronic, who are in chronic when it comes to mental health, and we assist them uh, to, to, to be part. Because some of the families will find that they are working and they don't know where they can leave their loved ones. So then we'll open that gap in that they come every day and, and get those skills. And one of the <clears throat> uh, good things is that there are some companies that are bringing some of the work. Like to make an example, if you look at the Comrades Marathon, 
they are the ones that do that packaging of Comrade Marathon. So basically, that's what we we do at Bedding uh, and Coastal Mental Health. Of course, our social workers will service these other uh, problems that I, I have been speaking to, to make sure that they are wellness, to make sure that they visit their homes and all that. So basically, in short, that is what uh, the CMS do. Although uh, we are constrained when it comes to the service, uh, uh, due to you know, sometimes it will need this because it's a special need. It will need more funding to be able to be broader as you would want to be. But as we also know that mental health is not actually at the center uh, as we want it to be. Mm-hmm. So, but basically, that's what we are doing, and that's what we want to to create those awareness that there is help, but it's just that people are not aware also that there is help, you know. Some, some of us are ignorant about mental health. Let's, let's talk about the challenges when it comes to the service that needs to be delivered to those with mental health. I mean, you are an organization that has really edged an indemnable mark in assisting those with mental health issues to just live life in a holistic way, but there are challenges in our rural areas. There are challenges in our societies of firstly stigmatization, but also not having enough schools, not having enough facilities to train uh, the people. What can be done here? Because we, we can't just be relying on one organization such as yourself. That is correct. One is are we aware about mental health? Do we know that there is mental health or we are in denial as the country? As leaders, as community, as professionals. Because to make you an example, I'm sure all of us, we know that at some point we do have stress. And with stress, we will take it lightly, just as stress. But that same stress is part of mental illness because it can lead you to depression you know so awareness education is quite critical to educate people that they use mental and what is mental health you know what is mental illness what is it to be intellectually disabled or disability so the education is quite critical and awareness so that people can know and also us that are in power if we buy the idea and understand that it means then we will be able to reach the communities and we'll be taking those decisions to make sure that we extend uh, the help or the resources that are needed in order to because if like for example for us a department of health and Department of Social Development, they are giving us what we call a subsidy to operate. But if you look at the the, 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 the amount of work that needs to be done, as you have alluded correctly, it is massive, massive, massive. Because, for example, if you take someone who, uh, let's say, who has cancer, already 
his mental condition is affected because of the condition that he, he or she has. If you can take someone who is uh, HIV, already will be affected by that also. But there are also those now that were born uh, with intellectual disability, that especially most of them go to special schools. What do we do with those? So if there are few special schools, it means most of those children are also, uh, they are taken to uh, mainstream schools where they cannot cope because even if the psychologists are recommending that they must go to special schools, we find that there are few special schools in the area, or there are few, uh, 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 or they are full, you know. And then they will have, will find that they sit at home now, and they will have a problem, and they will have a breakdown. Because for a fact that even myself as an individual, if I'm at home and sitting alone, already I'm thinking, you know. Sometimes you think that things which also create uh, to worsen the situation in such a way that some can be depleted to chronic, you know. So those are the challenges that we are facing. So the denial which needs education, uh, which will need resources, and also the awareness to intensify and recognize as individuals that Mental health is real and it's a challenge, especially mental illness when it comes to that. Now, the, the other challenge here um, I, I want us to look at, uh, Lungisane, is that even our society at large, um, social places are not accommodating. Yes. It's great that people living with disabilities are able to uh, get work, are able to do great things via your program and workshops. But now, just imagine a, a public situation like a mall where now I, I've worked, I need to go buy things that I require. Uh, people with disabilities, some places don't even have access. Public transportation is not friendly. Our, our, our general safety is not, you know, is, is not good, we are not safe. How can we improve this? And w are there any programs that you are putting in place to, to better equip those who come into your organization? Yes, thank you. Uh, the program that we are running, uh, it is the, the one that I spoke about, the CPTW. Actually, what we are trying to do is to make them independent and be able to do their things by training them and developing them. And one of the things that we do, uh, we've got the OTs that take them through, you know, to make them to understand and to be able to differentiate things and also how to do things because they need to, to the coping mechanism to be able at their level to do that. But what is important, especially if you're also looking at the things like uh, transport, some of them, they were, bring, they were brought in our, uh, in our place by uh, buses from municipality, the one that are accommodating this, this disability. 
But as time goes on, or some they are brought by parents, but as time goes on, you will find that they are starting to be able also to come on their own, which means a shift from being dependent to be uh, to, 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 to be independent by themselves in what they do. Also, when they are now in our training workshop where we develop them, you will find that, that one was not able to pack. And as time goes on, then they will be able to do it. So our intervention is to help them to be able to do things by themselves, but at their pace until they able to sustain that. But I want to, 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 to say one thing more. To say, but we must note that uh, when it comes to intellectual disability and mental illness, those individuals, actually we call them service users. That, that's the word that we are using. We call them service users. The service users, their levels are not the same. That's what also we categorize in ensuring that when we develop them or to train them in these areas, uh, 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 we train them according to their levels. And we always, one of the challenges is for the parents and the guardians, which sometimes they distance themselves and don't want to be part of that process. Because you know that support is very important when it comes, especially from home, to 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 develop them and 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 train them, as as it may be. Let's go to an ATM as a voice note. Good morning, Patricia and the ATM. I am listening to this conversation, and I just have shivers down my spine, you know, and just want to say it's a great conversation to start off and to i heard you guys talking about special uh special schools special needs schools actually and it takes me back to a conversation that i feel that we're not talking about if you look at most rural areas they do not have such schools they do not have such schools that cater for kids with special needs and even a simple child that um how can I put it, a child that is not a book smart. There are kids who are not book smart, but are very good with their hands. What happened to Technicons? Can somebody bring the government to explain why did it do that? Because with that, they have, in my personal opinion, they have made it difficult for certain kids to get to a level where they can grow you know because some kids are really not book smart they really need such schools as technicons where they can do work with their hands because that's what they're good at they're good at knitting they're good at um fixing things they're good at baking they're good at whatever it is that they're good at that's why i feel that that's why we have a lot of people dropping out of school because they cannot handle the pressure that's why we have children dropping out of schools. And I think somebody must do something. And I really love what um, your guest and the company are doing. I wish what they're doing can venture out also in other parts of society. Uh, that message, um, yeah, it, it just 
touched home. Um, yes, there's a great compliment uh, for what you're doing at the DCMH, but there's also a cry. Uh, there's a cry to not having a blanket approach um, when it comes to education. Please do comment, Lungisane. Um, yes, I think the, uh, the listener is quite correct, especially when we look at the uh, deep rural areas where really when it comes to special schools, they are limited. It's correct. But I think our intervention, even if there are no schools there, what we do, we send our social workers to those areas, to those uh, uh, areas, so that they can educate, as I mentioned at the beginning, to start to educate and train. Because you'll find that um, there is also a lot of people that have mental illness in those areas, but the families do not, don't know how to handle them because that's what our, our, our duty also to, to educate them how to handle someone who is aggressive, how to handle someone who has a mental illness. So that's, that's our role that we do. But of course, I think the partners, the business, and and the government and the society. Of course, what we need to do is to increase those uh, 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 places in rural area, areas now, not to be only based uh, in suburbs or in town in towns, but we we been there so that even the services is is being accessed there. Because even if you look at the demographic of our residential facilities where we take those that now are chronic, that cannot, really not cope uh, to stay at home and come in, where, where now we assess them in order to bring them to stay with for 27 hours so that we we able to manage their medication and so on. Because that is another challenge when they are at home, uh, the parents or the guardians won't know how to manage their medication. And remember, the medication that they take, some are to see, so it's a very, very, very uh, strong medication that really needs someone who is professional and knows how to do. Some are taking even injections, you know. So education, I, I emphasize that on education and awareness for the community to understand of how we should, but there is more that we need to do, as I explained, uh, that we're able to be there in the community. But our social workers presently are going to, 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 to the areas for education and awareness. Oh, yeah, there's so much. There's just so much that needs to be done. But the work you are doing is great. Um, so I think let's talk about the good things, uh, the, the, the things that a lot of people are listening to and saying, but we haven't touched. How do uh, these young people get enrolled into your programs? How do these young people get funded to be enrolled in your programs? Okay. Uh, we've got like where we are in in case of 10, we've got like seven workshops 
in different areas, in the vast areas. And we've got above uh, 1,000 service users attending. Now, of course, as we go out to the community to speak in the community, in all the spaces that are there in the community, as we speak and we, as we, we go to the hospital clinics, we are able to identify such people. And once we identify those service users or the community itself, they will, be, they will get in touch with us uh, on those issues, or on those people. Then what we will do, we will assess them and check whether, because you see, um, we want to make sure that the people that we take are the right people, you know, because we don't want anyone just to to attend our program. So there is a an assessment way of making sure that we take the right people. One, uh, the doctor has to confirm that the particular person uh, is intellectually challenged or the person has a mental illness. So those one of the criteria that we utilize in order to make sure that uh, we get the, the, the right pe- people in our center. But I know for a fact that there are those that you'll find that, especially we have seen it in special schools, where we will see that no, there is a, a, a challenge. They, um, they have a mental illness or the intellectual disability they have. But we will assist them also to be diagnosed properly. So our social workers will assist them to be diagnosed so that we will be able to put them in the program that we do. Uh, and we are also working closely now with Etewin municipality because there are those now who have now been stable in such a way that they can be also be employable in an open labor market, of which is a success, but uh, it's not the way we want more to, 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 to go also in that way that they are also be able now to be employable again, you know. So those are the criteria that we use in order to to take uh, the the service user into our places. Wow. Um, And how do uh, ATMs get in touch uh, with uh, your organization? Sorry, come again. How do our listeners get in touch with your organization should they need assistance? Okay, we've got, uh, I I will give the number and also we, we, we are also on Facebook, uh, they can drop us at DM or on Facebook, uh, but we have a number that they can contact us. Uh, uh, yeah, I can give them those things. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so our number is 031-207-3011. Two zero seven three zero seven eight, uh, and our Facebook page is Dead and in Mental Health. Uh, then you'll see you'll see our page uh, there. But I must say that uh, remember, as much as we are here in KZN, because we've got also the facilities like residential facilities, we do also assess if because these 
these places, especially about mental health, they are very few in the whole country. So you'll find that the ones that are in Johannesburg or Free State, it's full. But we are not closing to assess someone that comes in to our door who wants to be uh, admitted, uh, probably to stay uh, in our facilities. So I'm saying as long as you can be uh, able to come to, to us, we would love to assist everyone, but due to the resources, uh, we, 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 we specialize more in Kazakhstan, but we don't close the door of someone that comes at our door. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so very much, Lungisani, and the strength to your ball for the great work that you are doing. Thank you very much. Also, I appreciate and uh, we hope that mental health will, will really take it serious because we, we don't have to look big with about what is mental health and what is the thing. All the challenges that in our mind or heaviness that we think, uh, that is part of mental health. So our, uh, we need to educate more people so that all of us can tackle this uh, uh, giant uh, challenge that we, we have. But mm. thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That was Lungisan Ntiani, Senior Manager at Durban and Coastal Mental Health at DCMH.